Welcome to Lips on Life. I went for a walk during my lunch break, which is what I often did, and I was looking up at the beautiful white Capitol Dome against the bright blue sky, and I thought, what am I interested in that everybody else in the world is interested in? And I thought, well, power, money, fame, sex, and it hit me like this, power, money, fame, sex, and I saw them all being related, and I became obsessed with this idea of sort of understanding power, money, fame, sex. And um, so I started doing all this research around it. And that is something that happens to me often. Like right now I'm in this color obsession. I'm just doing massive amounts of research about color for no reason. So this is something that's very typical of me. Like I will- For be- no reason? Just because yeah. I'm interested in it. Like it's not like, oh, I actually am, have done it so much that I think I am gonna write like a little book about color, but I'll get obsessed with something like St. Therese of Lisieux or pain or whatever it is. And I'll do a bunch of research. And that's just kind of my nature. So when I started doing this, I was just doing all this research and taking all these notes. But then it was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and taking up more and more time. And finally, it occurred to me, this is what a person would do if they were preparing to write a book. And some people write books for their living, and it's not a hobby. And maybe I could write a book, and that could be my job instead of just doing this kind of side project. So I kept doing it, and that indeed was my first book. It was called Power, Money, Fame, Sex, User's Guide. But I think looking back on it, one of the things that was fortunate for me is that a lot of times people know what they want to leave. They know they don't want to be doing what they're doing, but they don't know where to go. Or maybe they know that they would like to be a writer, but they don't really know what they would write or how they would do it. I was fortunate because I'm like, I'm obsessed with an idea. I have like 500 pages worth of notes, and I want to write this book. And I had a real vision for it. And so that made it a lot easier. It wasn't even so much that I wanted to leave where I was, but that I just desperately wanted to get to this other project and do it full time. So I was working on that book sort of as a side project. And then I went to work at the Federal Communications Commission for like 18 months. And then my husband and I, I met him at Yale Law School, so he was also a lawyer. We both decided to leave law at the same time. We moved from Washington, D.C. to New York. We stopped paying our bar fees, and we both switched careers. So I moved to New York, and I was like, now I'm going to try to become a writer. And I, I had bought a book called something like How to Write and Sell Your Nonfiction Book Proposal, and I literally followed the directions. They were like, this is what you need. This is what should be in your proposal. So I was like, okay. But of course, now there's all this stuff online. There's so much more information. But at that time... I was like, well, I guess this is how you do it. So that's what I did. That makes it sound so much easier than it was, but that was basically what I did. That's incredible. So you were doing that full time when you moved to New York. And did you have something else to support you or you just said, I'm going to go for it? I mean, well, at that time, I already basically prepared the proposal. So it was really just getting an agent. So I sold the book very soon after we'd moved because I was working on it all during that period, the proposal and, and the note taking. I hadn't actually written the book, but I had done enough to sell the book. Wow. To get an agent. That's great. What year is this? It would have been like 1998. Yeah. So that sells. And do you have this moment at that time that this is what you want to do? Or oh, you 100%. feel it? Like, no. yeah. yeah. Really, the, the most powerful thing is to get an agent. Because I felt like once I had an agent, it was like, you know, time is money. And somebody being your agent is like somebody basically using their time and their money on you. And so that I felt like transformed me into a professional. I still have the same agent. I love my agent. I have a brilliant agent. The minute she agreed to take me on as a client, I'm like, now I am a professional writer. And I've never looked back from that. This is Jessica Lips with Lips on Life. Thank you for listening.